You're listening to Good As Hell. I'm your host, John Rutherford. And I'm Rick Hampton. And I'm Nicky P. Hey! All Here right, we man. go. Third chair. Right, Back around again. What yep. the fuck is Drink going on? Uh, listen, the same thing that goes on every week. Absolutely nothing. John desperately right. tries to prepare content and then we don't talk about anything. <laughs> I haven't even... I haven't even got anything good off Twitter. Nothing happening in the world. After all there's the heat I got last week. Well, how about no- then I have a look myself and you boys can have a Oh, chat. yeah. It's like, having a, it's like having a producer, John. This is great. I know. It's like, Jamie, can you bring me up a picture of... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> With Mr. Peanut. Mr. Peanut. An extra, an extra of Mr. Peanut to show that his hat is actually part of his skull, like a. Uh, so, <laughs> how do you know that? I can't say. <laughs> um. Uh. So, should we? What? What do you want to do then, John? Are we just going to well, start? No, we've we'll got to do the weekend. We do the normal thing first, which is I go. Do you have a nice weekend? And I go. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, and you say like, "What'd you get up to?" And you and that usually like springs a, a story about Lee Gooch from two thousand and four. <laughs> God, I hope he's listening. His successful <laughs> life in Australia. He he's not listening. He hates you. Uh, he said it. He told me. He said he wants to hunt you down. Well, I can't blame him. I can't blame him. He's never got over you getting in the way of him and Amy Clifton. <laughs> well, I. I... <laughs> All right, deep pull. Jesus, crikey. Uh, no, I thought he was still on the run after his escapades with uh, Rachel Heron. No? No, well, I, don't we about, I don't think we should talk about no, Lee Gucci's no. uh, well, don't then. escapades. Don't then. Yeah, don't <laughs> <then>. <laughs> well, you've done it now. Yeah. Um, so what's going on? What's new? What's, what, what, uh, what, sort of, what sort of, have you guys got any fancy masks that you wear out and about? Um, fancy masks? Yeah. No. Why? Nothing, have you found some fancy no, I masks? Keep, I keep meaning. Do you, do you have the boring medical-looking one, or do you have like I've got like a, a, a uh, patterned see. one? Look, it's mine. Look, there you go. Blue. Yeah, I got I got one like that. Yeah, simple. This is no um, Lane, Lena's mum made these for us. Oh, very okay. nice. Yeah, handmade masks. John John doesn't have a mask. He doesn't believe in that kind of thing. Uh, honestly, I had an absolute tirade on on Facebook with someone who doesn't believe in masks. John, we've lost your audio, by the way, just so you are aware. Uh, I'm sure you were throwing solid gold at us there, um, but we got nothing. It's always you. Why is it always your end that that fucks up? Because you have got a professional microphone. Um, you, yeah, I had a massive tirade, Nick. Absolute yeah. tirade with some. He was he yeah. was being a he was being a waste man. Well, uh, it's a chap. He's a friend of. He's actually a really lovely chap. Um, uh, and he's uh, friends with Lena, but he but basically he doesn't he doesn't think. Well, he flip flops. He, he's a he's one of these kind of. Uh, fr- I describe him as a kind of fringe thinking individual who uh, is is absolutely convinced that the, the world is out to get us and that, you know, um, big government is watching and, and all that kind of stuff. Like, he's, you know, he's kind of obsessive about it and they want to get off grid and they, 
grow um you know vegetables and they've got chickens and, and all that kind of livestock in the garden and all that kind of stuff so they, they're trying to get kind of off grid basically but but um yeah so he loves the conspiracy theory but definitely he, he thinks he, he kind of flip-flops on his views online at the moment as to whether he actually believes that the, the the coronavirus is a real thing or whether he just think it's thinks it's massively overblown so so my question is why would someone make something like that why would someone right. overblow it right. clearly like right. the government right. and businesses want to get back to making money it, as soon yeah, as possible exactly. yeah, yeah. so you've got to have fucking... like every yeah exactly yeah i think every you know if like every good you know conspiracy theories are fun when they're ludicrous right when they're when people actually believe that they're real uh you've got to have a you know you've got to have a motive like means motive and opportunity yeah. that's the that's the three three criteria isn't it for for murder or whatever um so so you know for that this particular uh thing what's the what's the what's the motive I don't so, so yeah i don't i don't really understand there's got to be a motive isn't there and, the, and and anyone with enough influence to orchestrate this um this uh this conspiracy surely is more interested in the economy succeeding than tanking it's, i mean you know cat capital never stops baby why would it want to stop mm. yeah exactly i'm back now yeah. um i uh i reckon well we've we've i think we've had this exact conversation before which is why do conspiracy theorists believe in conspiracies and it's because they understand that there is a array of special interests that the powerful are arrayed against them um and don't believe in their best interests well there's another psychological uh factor to conspiracy theories and that's that it makes the person who believes and i'm talking about real fucking conspiracy theories they th it makes them feel smarter than everyone else yeah because yeah. they think they, they know, know something that everyone else is not even switched on to which makes them feel superior so there is a superiority thing going on and it might be sub subconscious in, in, in most cases i would suggest but um yeah, they, they can't possibly acknowledge that they might. I mean, uh, so, you know, guys they, they will be like, oh, a load of bullshit. guys will be like, oh, you know, Leo, Virgo, whatever, it's all bullshit. And then think the worth is flat. It's, you know, it's horses, yeah. courses, really. Yeah. But his post, his post that kicked everything off was, um, he posted a load of stuff saying it was all about like, controlling the population and fear and all this kind of stuff the whole virus but the latest post that kicked off a load of discussion was that um, he put a image which was a proper like mega hazmat style mask uh, and then and then the cloth mask and one was like one is you know one is a virus proof mask which will stop you contracting the virus and the other is a mind control device and everyone was just like oh mate come on <laughs> And there's a there's a fundamental misunderstanding, isn't there, that he thinks that the, the the paper masks are supposed to be virus proof, and they're not. They're actually they're protect they're they're protecting people from you. The, the, yeah, the mask is isolating you from spreading the virus, not yeah. not protecting you from other people. Yeah, but also the masks work on like a, a like a high sample size, like over hmm. a large population, they have a marked effect. It's not just yeah. like the individual. It's it's the effect that they have as a whole that makes them so important. Yeah, and it's just shedding, that's why Japan so it's a shedding dealt thing, so well it? with so, it. Yeah, if we if you put a mask on and sneeze, right, then the, your fucking respiratory aerosols 
will will maybe go half a meter right whereas if you take the mask off and you sneeze then they go three four meters which is where the whole discussion about social distancing and what that what that distance should actually be comes in so so it's a, it's a bizarre like fundamental misunderstanding of how the masks actually work like mm-hmm. if some if, if you're wearing a mask and someone with the virus comes and coughs in your face then you're probably going to get it yeah. that's not what it's for so anyway and if, if they, they cough like, if they cough across the room from you or on a yeah. packed commuter train yeah then they're not going to get this it's not going to go as far and it's going to affect less yeah. people exactly yeah. yeah yeah i think i think that the um the fact that so many people are willing to wear masks gives me a little bit of hope for uh this dog shit boot country that we live in that socialism might be possible in my lifetime do you reckon? Because it, yeah, because like, if you think about like, if you think about how people have changed their behaviours, the masks that everyone was trying to get at the beginning of lockdown yeah. were the N95 masks, and you could, and which was, I need to protect myself. Yes. If I'm going yeah, outside, yeah, yeah. Right. I need to not get this virus, so I need the mask that protects my, that just protects me. Mm. Fuck everyone else, you know. Don't care about the doctors and nurses if they can't get the N. I need the N95 if I'm leaving my house. Yeah. And now the masks that everyone wears are the shit ones that don't protect them at all, but protect other people. They're also super. Well, I was going to say they're also super useful if you wanted to say um, like tear a statue down and not be uh, identified by the police at the same time. I think they've got him. I think they've got him, mate. Got him. He was wearing uh, a mask. Do you, see, it? there's always some snitches, just you know, who are willing to aid and abet. Yeah. See, We've had this conversation before as well, which was the police are shit. Someone had to snitch on him. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd have got away with it. Well, it was probably that guy who was seen trying to pull the statue out of the river the next day. With a stick. That was brilliant. With that a was stick. brilliant. With a, with a scaffolding a pole. It didn't he, even have a hook yeah. on the scaffolding pole. He was <laughs> testing the depth. He was testing the depth of the water, apparently. So that guy. Says <laughs> him, says him yeah. after the fact. Yeah. That, that guy got footage of him trying, literally phone. trying to pull. It's like, yeah, that it's same guy was watching like uh, viral yeah. footage a year ago of him giving a or making like one of his employees drink a whole bottle of uh, vodka and the sort of, <laughs> of him passing out in the garage or whatever. So he's a bit of a dodgy dude. He's just sat around work one day going, Look, lads, you've all seen me, right? I'm down yeah. the Chinese <laughs> restaurant every Saturday and Sunday night. Yeah, I can eat. A whole Chinese buffet with one chopstick. Get me that scaffolding pole. I will get you that statue <laughs> out. And yeah. So and then there he's talking about Sprite. Ah, oh, so good. Well, good for him. Good for why, him. You know what? They, what I want to know is why they kept their socks on. If you're getting wet, right, first thing that comes off is your socks, isn't it? Well, oh. you mean if I'm smoking marijuana yeah. l- laced with um, angel dust? Correct. If you're getting yeah, wet. Yeah, I'm taking my socks up. off straight exactly. away. <laughs> John, you take your so- socks off after two gin and tonics, mate. So. <laughs> <laughs> that, so it is, like, no, one, no one likes having wet socks. That is a horrendous feeling. If I've got socks on and I step in some kind of liquid in the kitchen mm. or the bathroom, I'm, I'm in a bad mood. Make I think what's bit. even worse is the kind of person who get who when getting dressed in the morning puts their socks on before everything else. Yeah, that's not to. right. That's no, just... there's nothing sexier than a man wearing nothing pants but socks. his socks. Just his socks, not even pants. Oh, baby, socks. Just his socks. Yeah. Now we're talking. It's the kind of thing you'd <laughs> like see a like a Tory politician in a like a comic doing, you know. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 
like sock, sock, what are they called? Sock braces. No, what are they called? Yeah, yeah, that's sock it. Suspenders. Sock suspenders. Sock okay. suspenders. Yeah, dirty boys, isn't they? They are fucking cool, to be fair. Yeah, um, just... I don't like having wet feet either. No. And I think it comes from my time in the trenches in World War One. You know? There you go. That's why they you call you Trenchfoot You live and you learn. That's why they call me Trenchfoot Rutherford. Your, uh, your video's frozen, by the way, mate. Oh, for just, fuck's just, sake. Just off and on the video. Just off and on. You're all right. It'll come Stopping back. Off and on the video. All right. Yeah. This is a saga now. There we go. There we go. to help. Yeah. I need a I need a little sign just like just to let you know when your videos <laughs> so we don't have to announce it every twenty minutes. Like Wiley Co. I just thought you were um, being Korean Johnny, to be honest. I didn't notice. I was I was smiling. I froze in a smile. Um so we're talking about conspiracy theories. Rick, you brought an excellent conspiracy theory to my attention this week. Incredible. The way you want to outline conspiracy it. Conspiracy theory. So the discussion started on Reddit, right? And the, and the conspiracy theory goes like this. If you go on Wayfair, right, you can buy, for example, a shower curtain for £9.99, right? But then you do a bit more of a search and you can get a uh, customised shower curtain, which you can get your name on, for £9,999 for a shower curtain, right? Mm-hmm. And the th- and the conspiracy theory goes that actually um, it's a it's a child um, uh, a, a child a sex trafficking operation, and for the people who know about it, like no sane person is going to buy a nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine pound shower curtain. So it's actually the the, the paedophiles on the receiving end that are aware, and so they order their children through Wayfair. Yeah, pay for these extortionate products. And then they, so, they, what, what is Wayfair? What's Wayfair is an online um, tra- uh, um, um, furniture retailer. Okay, so could I um, offer could I offer a balance to this? And you know that they have bots and automated systems that will somehow sometimes just get the price of something wrong. Because what it will do is it will try and generate the most uh, competitive price it can based on others. We know the conspiracy theory is not real, mate. Don't ruin it for us. Right? There's, much, there's much better evidence than the accidental pricing of a bot on, on Wayfair. Like they, like, so, the, so, the, so the SKU, which is like, I can't remember what SKU stands for. It's like stock something. Um, uh, like it's basically the number like that every kind of retail product gets assigned. And it it's a bit like kind of barcode tech sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and 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 one of the people on Reddit pointed out that if you put the SKU number of the product and then and then uh, something USA USA into a Russian search engine, then it comes up with pictures of young girls. Uh, how so- many search engines? I've never heard of it. The search engine's called Yandex. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Because <laughs> you know, how many search engines did he try before he went? <laughs> Seen it now, lads. We're behind the looking glass now, boys. So it was actually showing pictures of the missing girls was the conspiracy theory. Um, Christ. And it's all complete, well, obviously. The best bit was, my favourite bit was that the um, one cabinet, for instance, appeared on Wayfair as the Annabelle five-shelf storage u- unit. <laughs> this, according to proponents of this theory, corresponded with Annabelle Wilson, who had gone missing in Kansas. Well, this may seem suspicious. It doesn't seem suspicious. No. <laughs> no. For those seeking a pattern, 
It should be noted that roughly 800,000 children are reported missing every year. What, in America? Every name. 800,000 kids go missing every year in America. That's the fucking burying the lead. Why do you think it's America? Well, not globally. No, maybe it's globally. That's not that many, then. (laughs) (laughs) That's how the pedos get away with it. (laughs) But I'm sure that's globally. My favourite, this shows me the mind behind this frankly plausible when you look at it um because to be fair 10 grand for a shower curtain even if it's got john rutherford written on it seems (laughs) steep um is it possible wayne fair are involved in human trafficking with their wfx utility collection or are these just extremely overpriced cabinets Note the names of the cabinets. The Annabelle thing that I said a minute ago. Yeah. This makes me sick to my stomach if it's true. Sad face. <laughs> if it's true. Dislike. That's a roller coaster. Living yep. that person's life is a roller coaster ride of emotions. Yeah. Because she went, mm, I've had a thought. Could it be human trafficking? This is making me angry. Sad face. Yeah. But I think, I think a lot of conspiracy theories are now definitely mainstream big time. Like, they used to be the consort of, you know, the madman, the Unabomber. But, Mm. you know, you just, everyone's... Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't talk about Ted Kaczynski like that. He wasn't mad. He was right. All right? Have you read the fucking manifesto? Yeah, of course. (laughs) I read it at work, and then I have to explain it to the IT department. (laughs) But, um, before but, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, everyone's got everyone's into conspiracy theories these days. It's sort of standard fare. You go on Facebook, you, you're just you're swimming in them. No, well, yeah, but it's it's annoying, isn't it? Because actually, I I I enjoy a conspiracy theory because I think they're hilarious. I never I, I never believe them, um, and I think that's the issue. It's the people who believe conspiracy theories that you don't um, believe a single conspiracy theory. Um, I mean, what's the one that you believe? What's the one that you believe? Jill Dando. Jill Dando. It's not fucking conspiracy theory as far as I'm concerned. Jill Dando. Savile did it himself. Jill Dando is not conspiracy. She was clearly murdered. Yeah, but why? Scaramouche, Scaramouche did it. Because she had fucking dirt on people because she was an investigative. She had dirt on Jimmy Savile before the Savile thing broke. Jimmy Savile paid to have it on her doorstep. Well, you I, can t- I mean, you know, Spacey's killed three people and he's still going. This like, is a John Rutherford conspiracy theory, isn't it? How many... How many three, weird. three of his accusers have died. Well, that's all I'm Did saying. Did we literally just talk about this, John? We talked about it last week, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah but sorry. it's true. No, 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 I'm glad that someone's backing me up on this. Yeah, when I am found yeah. hanging by my own bollocks... Yeah, oh, the, repeating go, the Kevin Spacey story I'll go after, I'll that go Liam tells Spacey. me that I can't really remember properly. Yeah, I'll go after Spacey. Don't yeah. worry. If you end you up, hunt him down. if you end up, uh, you, you know, Charlie walks in and you've got a belt around your neck and an orange stuffed in your mouth, uh, then I'll know it was Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, yeah, go, I'll go. After That's the real conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he he just liked to asphyxiate wank, but. He set up Kevin Spacey as his patsy. <laughs> you shooting Spacey outside of the uh, Brixton police station like Jack Ruby. <laughs> oh, good. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think that's. Uh, so, you wanted to talk a little bit about um, the the time that we do not talk about when I was going to Dublin every other week. 
Yeah. Um, and I, I, I don't know anything about this, but let's just pretend that there's a there's a, a fella out there called Ron. Ron Jutherford. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy. Tall guy. Mm-hmm. Big beard, bald head. Yeah, nice guy. Lovely guy. Um, and he went through a period uh, in recent memory where he was back on the dating scene. Sure. And the brazenness of people younger than Ron blew him. Ooh. This is going to be like when I was trying to blank out somebody's name on a podcast and I kept just saying everything about her. <laughs> um, there you go. Um, anyway, uh, blew him away. And what and what he um, realized was that these people have grown up with pornography. So pornography for us, when we were coming up in our youthful years, Kate, I literally had to... Yeah, it was it was the Sunday sport found in a hedgerow behind David Hayward's house. Correct. That was our point. All right, Dave, all right. I hope you're all right, man. I know you're listening, Dave. Um, and, uh, and I think it's the same thing with conspiracy theories. So in the same way that people have been warped by their um, access to dirty videos, pictures, <laughs> 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 songs <laughs> no that because access to pornography has led to to people being more openly sexual fine okay. access to conspiracy theories every conspiracy theory <laughs> all the time has led to people be more no openly interested in conspiracy theories <laughs> Oh, that tail. But off. do you Go think on. it's it's normalizing? Fucking the thing is, you just you just tried to segue right back out of your your uh yeah. Your, hold on. When I when I hadn't heard from you for about six months, and uh, and then and then I called you, and you went, "Oh no, I live in Ireland now." I didn't live in Ireland. Uh, that's what I think. That's what you opened with. No, I just spent a lot of time in Ireland. Yeah, it was a work. It was a work thing. It was pretty boring. It's Charlie there. No, she knows she's upset. She can hear everything. She, she, whether she says she does or not, she listens back to the podcast and then she writes down every misdemeanor that I do. And she says, two licks with the cat of nine tails. And I say, yes, mistress. And then, honey, it's four p.m. Like, you spoke about Dublin. That's three. <laughs> she hits me again. Um, and I say, don't, nanny, don't. But it wasn't just a work thing, was it? It was a work thing. It wasn't just a work thing, though, was it? I made it a pleasure thing as well. Oh, baby. You're such a smooth romancer. So where where, where were you going, exactly? Uh, John John got himself an Irish girlfriend, basically. Oh, nice. And was splitting his time time between uh, uh, Dublin and and, uh, London. I'm cutting all this out, so you say what you want, mate. (laughs) I haven't said anything defamatory yet, have I? No, it's fine. Um, so yeah, so that's what I think about conspiracy theories. Hmm. Do you want to hear two? <laughs> do you want to hear two? I did a first aid course recently. Do you want to hear two disturbing stories that I heard from the first aid course? Uh, of course. All right. So before lockdown, um, work needed a new first aider because our existing first aider had left. Yeah. So and I volunteered because I was like, It'd be useful to be a first aider um so I, I signed up to the first aid course and i had two stories about dislocations that you know charlie is terrified of getting an arm or a leg dislocated she thought she dislocated her knee once because she got tripped over by a woman on a motorized scooter with her dog um and, uh, what, like the dog lead 
the dogly wrapped round her, tripped over, <laughs> fucked her knee up. But it, this was a bad sprain. But then we had to spend about six hours in A&E. And she was convinced that the knee was dislocated. And then the man came in, looked at it and went, hmm, I think it might be a dislocation. And she just looked at me and she went, I told you it was a dislocation. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't it was a sprain anyway stories. number one the the fellow who's telling me a story used to be in the navy and he um when he was on dry land he worked at the hospital uh, uh portsmouth and um like the naval hospital yep. and and a homeless fella came in with a dislocated shoulder and um the there was a big multiple car accident that came in at the same time. So he was waiting around. Obviously he got triaged further down the list. So he fucked off. He went, I'm not waiting around with my dislocated shoulder. So he went back on the streets and he got one of his mates to try and pop it in. Jesus Christ. And when the fellow was trying to pop it in, he snapped, you know, the joint of the shoulder, the joint bone snapped it completely off. No, no, no. The, the actual joint, the, the arm, bone is held into the shoulder with snapped it off and it went into the joint back to front jagged side in and he had to have uh, an operation to have it all sorted out but that was pretty rough yeah so the ball here up the ball the ball joint of the socket was in back to front snapped off and in back to front in the joint so that's pretty rough yeah i don't like it this my friend hold on to your seats he uh he said the other one was um there was um, a fellow that he knew who was playing rugby. He was a medical student, dislocated his hip, and uh, he went, oh, we're not going down the hospital with this. He had dislocated his hip, so his leg was was hanging out of the hip that bone. That is a bad, the hip joint. That's a bad one, yeah. He goes, we're not going down to the hospital. Like, the rugby team's full of fucking doctors. We'll put it back in ourselves, Yeah. So he got his mate to put the the leg back into the hip bone. Unfortunately, his testicle slipped into the no, joint no. beforehand. No, no. thanks, guys. Thanks. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Thanks. No, that's a good one, isn't it? I feel I feel like I've heard that somewhere before. Well, to be fair, it might be a lie. You know, I'm quite credulous, but <laughs> I thought that was a really good story. It's a great story, but I'm sure I've heard it. Where have I heard that? Nick, Google that. See what comes up. Well, I know someone. I know someone. His brother lost a testicle playing rugby. He got testicular torsion and had to have it removed. That's a that's a twisted testicle, isn't it? Yeah. Um. What What, what am I typing into Google? Puncture. Um. Crushed hip. testicle dislocation hip story. Crushed yeah. testicle. <laughs> Um, I once saw a fat kid when I was about 13, I was playing football at Derby Green and I saw a fat kid going for a slide tackle. Oh, Rick's on the porter. He's going to be pissed up. Uh, going for a slide tackle and dislocate his knee and he was rolling around on the floor in agony and the knee was hanging down like parallel to the rest of his leg. And, uh, then his fat dad had to come and, um, pick him up and carry him off the pitch to take him to the hospital. I always remember that fact, Dad. <laughs> okay, so... Oh, go on. Well, so the first result was a Reddit link called... It's a re- subreddit called Tip of My Tongue. 
And this is where somebody who needs to find something, they're not too sure they've got like a vague hint of what it is. They ask everyone, they give all the information they can, and they get a response. And this is looking for a movie scene, dislocated testicle, crushed in hip joint. But um, somebody says in the comments, uh, I don't know about a movie, but there are stories, urban legend, question mark, about it happening to a rugby player. So, John, you're uh, fucking done, John. They've got absolutely we... shown up. Charlie, do you want to come and tell us about the time that you got your um, knee dislocated? She said, no, thank you. Oh, can we get... <laughs> she said it like this. No, thank you. Oh, shit. Okay, so, uh, yeah. So, the, apparently, the story is when they pushed his femur back into his hip socket, they managed to catch and snag one of his testicles along the way and ram it into the ball of the hip joint ahead of the femur they were trying to relocate. When the bone was snapped back into place... Uh, the testicle was squashed immediately because of the strength of the ligament and tendons attaching to the leg of the pelvic girdle. The guy lost his testicle and ruptured his vocal cords screaming in agony. <laughs> well, I didn't know that bit. That bit wasn't in my story because I would have I would have bitten on that. So, like so that hold part, on. Who told you this? It was the man at the first aid course. Did he tell it but, like, oh, this is my story. I was there when this happened. Did he do that? I don't want to defame him. He might not have done. Well, you, I mean, he's. I mean, he's fucking picking stories out of Reddit either way, John. So it'd be. I'd almost prefer that he tried to pretend that he was there. No, I don't know if he did. I don't know if he, he definitely told the first one like it was his story. Yeah. But he didn't. I don't. I don't feel he told the second one like it was his story. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. But yeah. But I'm a first I mean, aider now. And uh, Charlie gets embarrassed when, like, the, so we were walking down the road um, during lockdown, and an old lady took a stumble trying to climb over a chain fence, like a like an ankle high chain fence. All oh, right, okay. And I uh, fell over, and I like heard her fall over. She was with her husband, but they're both pretty last legs. Do you know what I mean? They were on the back nine, sure. and uh, and I went, "Oh, Charlie, I'm just going to go and check if she's all right." And she went. Oh. <laughs> and so I went over and I was like, oh, I'm a first aid. Did you need any help? And the woman was like, well, no, because that's what you're supposed to do. You identify yourself. You ask them if they need any help. And uh, she was like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm like, you sure? You don't need any help? And she went, no. And I went, all right, well, you know, best of luck. And I went back and Charlie went, oh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Fair. And she still brings it up now that I tried to do something nice for somebody. Just go, yeah, but just go over and ask if, you, if, if you're okay and you need any help. Don't be like, nah. I'm a trained first aider. No, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to identify yourself as a first aider. John, you're horrid. You're a horrid person. I don't think that's horrid. I think that's nice. Pure, pure ego. You're trying to level yourself with on a, like on an aeroplane when someone goes, is there a doctor on the plane? <laughs> I'm a vegan. That guy. Yeah, well, not really. I mean, it's not far off, but it's not really. I um, I I interceded between two mentally ill people having a fight in the street the other day. Ooh, that is dicey. That's a good one. That is dicey. Nah, it's not not for me. What's going on here? Why are you? Where do you live? What's happening around you? Well, I live in London. People fall over. People have mental health crises. <laughs> crises. Yeah. That was good because there was a real middle class mum there who was um, from like the posh school at the end of the road mm. who went over to try and um, sort it out first. And she got hit by one of them by one of their crutches. And so I came over 
So there was yeah, physical one... disability as well, was there? No, 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 he walked off fine. I think he just without a crutch, <laughs> with a bent crutch. I think the crutch is more of a mental crutch than a physical crutch. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, rewind, rewind a couple of steps. Talk me through the individuals. What do they look? So I'm like? coming back from Tesco's. Right. Got a bag of got a bag of shopping. Got ice cream in there. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm getting home quickly. Sure. Yeah. Makes As sense. I'm walking down the road, there's a woman stood in the middle of the road going fucking berza mental well which i shouldn't say because she was actually suffering a mental health crisis okay um she was having a bad time she was screaming in the middle of the street and this is like a busy like london street and i'm going to ask you i'm going to ask you to uh to guess somewhat here uh when you say she was having a mental health crisis do you think do you think she was mentally unwell do you think she was just having a singular episode was she no she was she was the fella said she was off her meds gotcha fine yeah okay. So, but that doesn't matter because that's not the interesting bit. That all got sorted out. So I went over, went, right, everyone calm down. It's all fine. Like, explain to me what's going on. The middle class woman went, he hit me with his crutch. I went, okay. Well, you, you went, are you all right? And she went, yes. And she she walked off. She just walked off. She's done now. You know, someone else. Bigger boy's here now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and walked away. Yeah. I said, I'm a first aider. What do you need help with? I'm a mental health. You know, you could be a mental health first aider. Yeah, we've got uh, Anyway. We've well, of course you do fucking health and safety up the wazoo. Um, what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay. and anyway, so I asked what's going on. She's going off on one. And he was like, she has it. She's off her med. She just needs to get home. And I went, look, do you want me to do anything? And she walked off up the road at that point. And the fella with the crutches walked off after her, not utilizing the crutches, I noticed. Gotcha. Well, one of and them. And then there was, there was another lad there, and he went, There's a, there was a fella there, Rick, if you know what I mean. Uh, and uh, he, and uh, I, went, I went, Oh, do you know them? And he went, Nah, I haven't got a fucking clue, mate. <laughs> and he walked off as well. So I went, Oh, I'm going home now then. Everyone else has walked off. John, yeah. Yeah. why didn't you get, you see, you had that opportunity to use some, like, what? what is it you do, jiu-jitsu? Jiu-jitsu, because there was no need to. Well, you, yeah, but, you know. You would have had to, I mental jiu-jitsu, Nick, yeah? You would have had to ask them to lie down first before you <laughs> I wouldn't have. I would have double-legged the elderly woman who was having... Yeah, <laughs> I just think that sometimes you have to meet force with force, John, and I think all this kind of, you know, first aid training isn't going to isn't going to sort of get you where you need to be in a situation like yeah, this. Like That's what I got the as well, because I know how to break it and I know how to fix it. Fucking Anyway, so anyway, that's not the important part of the story. That's not the important part of the story as well. The best part of the story was when I was crossing back over the road, the middle, the middle class woman was waiting with her husband and he was looking rather sheepish. So I went over and I went, are you, are you all right? And she burst into tears. She went, I was just so scared. And she was really upset. She was really giving it some. Oh. And I just looked at the husband, and the husband sheepishly just looked at the floor. And I just thought, you wet. And I went, you fucking send your kids to this posh school, yeah? Because it's the likes of me out here on the streets, yeah? <laughs> Come on, you, your wife. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. But that's it. That's it. And, that's, and, and I said, and I got in, and Charlie said, look, I said, look, I'm. You don't get the hero you want, Charlie. But you get the hero you need. John, yeah. you're a you're a wife defender. You should be. I'm a wife defender. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, that poor man. Fuck you now. <laughs> it was a good look, though. It was brilliant because he because he looked. Did he look like he a looked like child? He he looked like every middle aged dad in the world. I'm 37 this year, so he was probably like 45, I'd say. Bald head, five foot eleven. Yeah, weighs probably 140 pounds. What was he wearing? And I just thought, I'm going to shag your wife, mate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was that was that was my story from the week. You're fucking horrid. Fucking wrote that down. Yeah, <laughs> so something happened. <laughs> uh, good, Nick. Any stories from the week? Um, what personally or in the world? Anything at this point, mate? Either or, my friend. Uh, not really here. I mean, we've got this little island in the middle with all the traffic lights, and people just keep crashing cars into it. Like, there's a they have to come down to it every week and remove the car, fix all the bollards and shit, and then next week someone will come along and just crash that fucking car again. It's oh, been happening. Hold on, is it like a mini roundabout? It's like a traffic light. It's like a junction. I don't know. I don't drive, so I don't I know what you call it. I was going to say where. But I know you're you're sort of sensitive to that situation. You obviously you don't want our five. But it's just for some reason people. My mum, you know, they want them want knowing where you live. So uh, I understand that. But But we have actually so also. Yeah, on Old Market Street. Uh, Right. Okay. And I didn't want to. Um, and then you've got the alleyway next to my house, which I got woken up at like 3 a.m. Some guys just sitting in a car with the windows open, playing music, doing endless noise canisters. And when they had left, the entire like alleyway was just like a river of noz canisters. Mm. And, again, and you, see, you, you see it everywhere in Bristol. It's like fucking Hansel and Gretel. You just follow the trail of... <laughs> there is, there is noz. Noz canisters fucking everywhere. It's ridiculous. So that's my gripe at the moment, is that I'm always slipping on Noz canisters when I go out to the shops. <laughs> <laughs> is it, it's not even um, that much fun. It's not even that Shit. good. Yeah. Hold your breath. <sighs> yeah, I'm, con- I'm convinced that if you just huffed on, an, uh, on, a, on a balloon that you blew up yourself for the same length of time, then you'd have similar effects. I'm sure you were, you were just hyperventilating yourself. Yeah. Do you remember when we were to the cinema and we used to go into the um, soda cupboard where like the syrups were kept? And because one of the syrups was, it was either I think it was either the carbon dioxide tank was leaking or one of the syrups was sucking the air. I can't remember what science we used to justify this. But if you went and stood in there for about a minute and came out and took a big deep breath you got a head rush because uh, there wasn't enough oxygen in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So why just just do that? (laughs) They've got little compressors, haven't they? They've got little pumps. So sucking most of the air out of the little cupboard. So if you stand in it, then uh, yeah. Yeah, not good. Not good for your health. I think I think maybe it's an austerity thing. I think maybe that's the only drugs we can afford at the moment. The global supply chain's fucked. Just huff on a balloon. I once passed out at an Elton John concert um, sucking (laughs) on a helium balloon. Wondered where that was going then, didn't you, boys? (laughs) 
um, when I was about 11. Oops, <laughs> <turn>. <laughs> and, uh, oh my God. And what, but what I found out years later... On a helium balloon at an yeah, concert. Yeah, to make my voice go speak. You're lying. This is a sitcom. No, it was. It was. It was good. <laughs> You're um, like Jay from the Inbetweeners. And... Uh, but what I found out years later is when you hold your breath and you get that burning sensation, it's not that you're running out of oxygen, it's that you're building up carbon dioxide. So if you breathe in helium, your body's like, oh, we haven't got any carbon dioxide in our lungs, we're fine. And that's why you pass out. If you hold it in, your body's like, it's not converting it to carbon dioxide. So um, just do that. I the think best the feeling I've ever... The objective is to pass out. No, but the feeling... Sorry, okay. So the best feeling I've ever had in my life was the two minutes after um, I got choked unconscious Bye. and in jiu-jitsu and came back round. Yeah. When you come back round, you feel euphoric. First thing you realise, I haven't pissed myself. Because that's the big fear. Yeah. Fear number one, have I pissed myself? Haven't pissed myself, so I'm fine. fine. You feel euphoric. About five minutes later and for about the next 48 hours, you sink into one of the worst depressions you've ever experienced in your life. Mm. But you know, two minutes after, you feel brilliant. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not. I think your body's like John. That's like pills. Just really short pills. Being anxious is super bad for you. Uh, But John, when you yeah, it's It's really blood choke. It's really bad for you. It's hypoxia, man. It can't be good. It's really bad for you, John. I thought it was more like my brain was like we could have died. Because you're a fucking Star- idiot. You starve your brain of oxygen for any length of time, it does some damage. Being- oh, if you no, 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 no. For any length of time, for for four minutes, yeah, you're dead. But for yeah, no, five seconds, you're five fine. Because it's still doing some damage. Nah, I don't reckon. Hundred percent, of course it is. Um, uh, I thought you were going to say when you when you said uh, the best feeling of my life, I thought you were going to make a a deep pull reference to Pamela Braxton. Um, which you talked about no. talked about endlessly as a teenager. I don't, I don't, I don't even remember what this is, so you're going to have to tell me what this is so I can cut it out. Oh, I, I just... I, there, this is, there's nothing to tell you. You just used to talk a lot about it as a teenager. That was all. Okay. She, about about she, jizzing? What's she, what she up to now, do you think? Do you know? She's married with kids. She's 37. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you think she listens? Yeah, like everyone. <laughs> no, definitely not. Oh, okay. Speaking definitely of, uh, I, don't think, I don't think she's. Speaking of Jizen, uh, Jizen <laughs> Maxwell uh, reportedly moved from cell to cell to avoid assassins. Jizz That's lame. from the New York Post. Good. The New York Post. Yeah. That's a proper one. Super. Jizen Maxwell reportedly moved from cell to cell to avoid assassins, like Scooby Doo or something. That it's not the same. It's the same prison. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the assassins would be able to work out what cell she's in. Check. They would look on the system. Well, they don't why, just why, pop up and go. Why are these assassins? If she's in this room. <laughs> yeah. Why are these assassins still in the building? And when she has to move, they follow her. If they know that, why don't they go after the assassins? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, it sounds made up. No. You've, uh, you're two for two. You're two. You're. You know. You're zero for two on your Gisley Maxwell stories that you've pulled out of newspapers. This week. What was the first one? The first one was that she's got coronavirus. Yeah, that was yeah. a bad one. Yeah, I fell for that. I'm a dumbass. And, and, and look, don't get me wrong. The New York Post is a real newspaper, which the last one wasn't. But 
That sounds made up. I just brought it up because you mentioned Jizz and Jizz Lane. I'm surprised she's still alive. Oh, I'd, lo- I'd love for that to go somewhere. I, I when um, Ep- when Epstein's when Epstein's um, the people that were the prison guards that were watching his cell got arrested. I was like, they're going to have to sell the, send the assassins after those prison guards. And then obviously those prison guards are going to get arrested as well. And I was like, this is how we defund that we get a, like rid of the carceral state is that every prison guard eventually is killed. It's just a knock on a failing to what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just goes down the chain and they kill two prison guards and they kill two prison guards. <laughs> I'm also, I'm also intrigued to see if, um, uh, you know, there's like a, a, a lawsuit being brought against uh, Michael Gove for the awarding of um, contracts to uh, Cummings, Dominic Cummings' Bezzy oh, mates. His mates. Mm. And, and yeah, they've apparently the money's been raised to actually, um, actually uh, bring the bring the lawsuit against them. Do you know that when George Osborne, um, they were floating the Royal Mail? Um, the share, like they did the IPO for the Royal Mail and the shares were being sold. Um, do you know the um, the fund that um, were responsible for administering it was run by his by George Osborne's best man at his wedding? Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. They're all mates. Yeah. So they awarded the, uh, they awarded the, uh, I can't remember how many millions, 18 million or 40 million or I don't know, something like that. Um, multiple million pound contract to sea lane uh, shipping for, for wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. Sea lane, jizz lane, <laughs> shipping. Robert Maxwell died falling off his boat. Oh, I might have been Seaborn. Oh, oh. fuck it. Wait, what was that? Say that again. Seaborn, uh, Seaborn Shipping, which is a company. Oh, hold on. So Seaborn, Airborne, COVID is Airborne. Yeah. Yep. Keep it going. I need. I need two Keep more. Up. Yep. Oh, just it's tenuous. We're getting there. Is that it? Is it? Are we, uh, as far as we can go. We got Seaborn. Mind meld guys, Seaborn, Airborne, Jason Bourne. Yeah. Jason Donovan. Born Supremacy. White Okay, you've got white, a different way there. Supremacy. White Supremacy. Yeah, here, here we go. Now we're on to it. Orange Man is bad. 2020s, yeah, uh, 2020s memes are coming together with through the looking glass. COVID, Epstein. The whole lot, it's all connected. Can, this is this is sort of related. Every like time something weird happens in the news, I Google um, the Large Hadron Collider um, because there's that sort of joke about oh when they flicked it on, the world ended and now we're sort of in like in like the weirdest possible. So actually, but then and so every now and again, I, I Google it just to see if there's any, you know, veracity to the joke. Um, and then I then I, there was a thing on Reddit, and it, the theory was, and this is just mental, but I think it's true, is that when they turned it on, it destroyed every reality. 
like instantly at once destroys every reality apart from the reality where it doesn't happen like doesn't destroy it but that's such a small percentage chance that all is the reality where all of the other small percentage chance things happen and then so i went home and i tried to test that by tossing a coin 50 times and see if it came up heads every time and it didn't and i was like well i don't think that's true but for about three minutes while i was walking home i was well, i was spiraling john it's completely academic it might be 100 percent true but it's irrelevant because this is the the one reality that we live in. So your your conscience yeah. can't can't experience the other realities anyway. So whether they exist or not is completely fucking academic. I agree. Fuck off. <laughs> anything else you want to talk about then? Any anything else you want to talk about? Oh, we got a message from um, the Zodiac Killer. <gasps> Do you still He's back? I still think it's you. Where where are you getting where are you getting the messages from? Uh, um, written shit on a toilet. Gmail.com. <laughs> Thanks for the plug, Nick. Good as hell podcast at gmail.com. I've found my phone. So he, he he messaged us. He wasn't a fan of yours, Rick, which made me think it was yours even more. Go on. Right, one second. So he was like, just vamp for me for a second while I unlock my phone. I've got a plaster on my thumb and it's fuck off. Just uh, just on that note about the large uh, Hadron Collider, no. um, they're proposing a new Hadron Collider. It's going to be called the Very Large Hadron Collider. <laughs> the Bigger Hadron Collider. <laughs> so there you go. Hey, um, you know we were talking last week about um, Theo saying the word penis to make me laugh. Yeah. He went, do you want to hear something really funny? And I went, yeah, go on. And, and he went, Big penis. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, um, I don't know about Rick's mum, but I am a big Town fan. And Rick nearly ruined that with his woke take on the podcast. But John, you saved Mullen from losing a follower. So he's saying that you're, you're a dick. I think he called you a dickhead. <laughs> it sounds like it i'm all right with it um he said um that uh he likes the fact that we call jizz lane jizz lane he thinks that's funnier um and he likes the fact that we don't call him by his real name that we call him master commander um, we don't know what his real name is it's, it's master conqueror is is <laughs> oh yeah this is actual and we I call him Master well, Commander. We can, we can, we can, we can scale back here because it's got to be. It's a, it's someone we know, and B, now we know it's someone who listens to uh, Come Town. So my original thought that it was my mate Pete Hall. It's not. Yeah. It's definitely not him. I Why does he not listen to Come Town? He listens to Come Town. He's not a cum boy. Uh, which means it might be Rich Brand. It might be Rich, but but he's been on the fucking podcast. Like he could just call in. Yeah, I know, but it's oh, funny. No, Rich Hicks has been in the podcast. It's Rich Brand, yeah. No, it's funny at this point, though, isn't it? I'll, I'll, I'll grill him on it. Okay. Um, and then he said he watched some TV programs. So, um, good. Hmm. That's it. That's it, really. Come on, Master and Commander. You can do better than that. Yeah. Come on, film from Russell... That Russell Crowe doesn't even remember that he made. No. Yeah. So that's that. Nick, can you track him down? Can you, do, like we've run out of speed. Nick, can you do some internet sleuthing for us? 
on Master. I can. I'll, I'll, I'll... Do you not remember when we tried to retro-engineer the Wu-Tang Clan generator by name generator to work out what the initials would have had to have been? Yes. And then we realized that that didn't work. Oh, because he went, he had a Wu-Tang name and we were trying to reverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know Clan. how that works. Let's try that again. I enjoyed that. What, Wu-Tang name generator? Yeah. Okay. Do that? Mine's Violent Beggar. So what happens if you put in Master Conqueror? It doesn't say Steve Davis. <laughs> Rich the thing is, um, there are multiple Wu-Tang name generators now, and I don't know oh. which one is the... You're going to have to try all of them, okay? Well, oh, fucking hell. This no, is it's... what it must be like Probably to be like in that. the NSA. Yeah. What, am I, what am I typing in here? You signed up to being our producer. This is what it comes with, all right? What, um, Type what... in Richard Brand. Richard Brand. Is that what it is? Fearless leader. Oh, Rich Brand. Bear with me. Well, that's a pretty cool um, <laughs> Wu Tang name, anyway. Tough lover. Tough lover. Try Pete Hall. You all right, John? We're going to get there, mate. We're going to get there. Annoying Hunter. <laughs> try Richard Hampton. Don't, don't, no, no, you don't, Nick. We're, look, this is getting boring, mate. Let's um, let's do something. Else. <laughs> let's talk about something else, Nick. 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 Respected assassin. <laughs> Correct. Good. Um, you lead the way. Um, lead the way. What you want to? What you want to talk about? Uh, Nick, you wanted to talk about Jurassic Park three. I've heard. Oh yeah, very exciting. Um, no, they're so... all up. <laughs> <laughs> they're all like, well the film jurassic park 3 or the third one in the jurassic world trilogy i watched all of the jurassic the park films no the, so it goes to jurassic park one. jurassic park 2 jurassic park 3 then it's jurassic world and then whatever the last one was that i saw jurassic world 2 fallen kingdom. kingdom fallen kingdom that's it and i watched all of them in a Forbidden big row planet and uh, first one is still the best, always has been. The effects, the reason why it's the best is because they time the dino reveals perfectly. None of this bullshit when you're seeing a T-Rex straight out the gate. They, they tease you and tease you and they reveal the dinos at the right moment. And it's really well done. But I was and, also, get you and also Jeff Goldblum. So, and Jeff Goldblum, yeah. and well, pretty much. But he's in, in the second one, like yeah, that but, shit, and that yeah, shit. He's not. Yeah, he's not nearly as Jeff Goldblum as he is in the first one, though, is he? Uh, everyone in that film is great. To be honest, you can't really knock anything. The best part about the second one is the bit where he's on the tube and the fella staring at him. The whole. If I watch a film of, I would have watched an entire Jurassic Park film with no dinosaurs in, if it had just been Jeff Goldblum. Gov- <sighs> <laughs> if it's just been Jeff Goldblum's character living his normal life and then people going, oh, it's a dinosaur fella. I would have watched that entire film. <laughs> the rest of the film's dog shit, but the bit where he's on the tube is brilliant. Yeah. The new ones are, the new ones are good. I like the new ones. They, they, they introduce lots of interesting um, dinosaurs that don't just come from the fucking Cretaceous like the rest of those cunts. So yeah, it's fine. So, um, so what's, uh, your we with, were... what's your problem with T Rexes uh, versus? Um, no, it's my problem with Spinosaurus. So, in Jurassic Park three, the Spinosaurus is touted as like the villain to replace 
T-Rex. And the Bigger. T-Rex fights... It's it, well, ugh, eh, Not by much. I mean, depends if you go with the holotype or whatever. But anyway, um, they fight, and the Spinosaurus wins outright and kills the T-Rex. Um, and uh, I've been looking at some, site, uh, some papers that were recently released about they've got some new fossils on the Spinosaurus. There's no way in hell a Spinosaurus, even if it is slightly bigger than a T-Rex, would stand a chance against a T-Rex. The Spinosaurus has jaws made for fucking hunting fish. T-Rex yeah, has a, got... It fucking swims, doesn't it? Wasn't it a swimmer? It swims. It's, 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 they realise that it's an aquatic dinosaur. Like, they thought it was a land-based dinosaur for, like, hundreds of years. It's a, it's a totally... You know, it's got a tail that allows it to swim. Um, it's, T-Rex is, is designed to hunt, you know, things its size on land. It's got four times the bite force. Um... It's just preposterous that a, a Spinosaurus would ever be a T-Rex, mate. I'm fucking, I'm fucking livid for you, Nick. No, I'm so pissed off. Talk- yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do in my life now. I've talk- always considered myself a Catholic, but... Well, there's... I don't know what I'm going to do. Fucking have not. Um, I am... Um, but they, don't they fuck up all of the diet? Isn't that the point in that Doctor... The Doctor in one of the Jurassic Park films Henry is like... Blue. Yeah, he's like, yeah, we just made up what the dinosaurs look like so they look like what dinosaur what people think dinosaurs look like yeah they're not actually all the dinosaurs have got um broken wrists that they shouldn't have pinnated wrists they should be sticking out like this not like that like that (laughs) interesting yeah if you see a raptor toy when your kids ever get Mm. dino toys raptor hands like this just wrong really wrong yeah yeah but weren't raptors like about the size of turkeys, really? Well, so the, Michael Crichton, who wrote the books, based the Velociraptor on Deinonychus, which was a raptor that was about yay high. Which, but he changed oh, okay. the name to Velociraptor because he thought Velociraptor was cooler. So right. the actual Velociraptor is about uh, like half a meter tall. Deinonychus is the okay. height of raptors, and then you have got some bigger dromaeosaurs like Uteraptor, which are just fucking huge, like seven feet tall. Yeah. So yeah. Clever girls. What's the most badass dinosaur? Oh, it's a very good question. Um, fuck. Is it, is mean, it as dull as is it as dull as it being T Rex? T Rex is pretty fucking impressive. I mean, Lena just shouted Stegosaurus from the living room. Stegos are cool. Um, they. What's the uh, one that's like a tank that's like got the big like club on its tail and, and, and then like big. Thank you. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good one. No, I think the the, the most badass dinosaur is uh, I don't know, like Iguanodon because it's just got giant spikes for thumbs. So mm. if you try and fuck with it, it will just thumb you in the eye or in the yeah. you know. I mean, I think, uh, you know, it's okay to say T-Rex, even if it is the popular opinion. No, it probably is T-Rex. T-Rex is just, like, it was fucking huge. It was just made for just charging at things and eating them. I mean, it was, yeah, it was good. Well, but I thought T-Rexes, I thought they thought now that T-Rexes were scavengers, that they weren't really hunters. They were were mostly sort of ambush predators like modern uh, lions, I guess, or bears. And they were the top predators of their niche on a savannah 
um, they were their coloration was roughly that that was sort of it was brown basically like bears and like lions and stuff so it was most likely a ambush predator along those lines but I told you, know, you don't that, um, look a dead horse in the mouth so they might as well. I told is this the T-Rex Nick what uh, oh let's have a look oh that's a, that's not a good T-Rex is that a zombie That's theory? Digimon. Oh, so, oh, okay. Sorry, John, you were going to say before. I was going to say I told Izzy that all dinosaurs were pink and yellow, like Mr. Blobby, and then she asked me who Mr. Blobby was, and I felt a million years old. It's Christ. <laughs> well, um, we don't know what colour they were. Yeah, you do. Like some some dinosaurs left uh, melanome melanomes or what? Oh, really? Um, imprints in the fossils which allowed us to compare with like modern birds and most of them were sort of very boring colors like black um, mm. or brown and just not you know no bright displays for anything like well most birds aren't you know they're just very boring colors yeah, yeah. camouflage <sighs> fucking hell and on that bombshell it's been spectacularly interesting for once sorry I've, I've got oh, what you no I liked it I like Dino Chat Dino Corner with Nick Potter Nick well, I also want I also want you to kick off our like uh, uh, Unsolved Mysteries Corner oh, yeah, yeah. We, I need to do I need to do some serious research into that because yeah. otherwise I'll I'll be like yeah so what about the ghost <laughs> I, I, I think next, you need to tell Say again. Next, next recording, you need to tell us about an unsolved mystery, so we can get our teeth into it. There's quite a few. I'll, I'll come. I'll come prepared. Mm. Have you ever seen a ghost, Nick? So I have never seen a ghost, but when where I used to live. Um, the uh a mate of my well i was staying with a friend and um apparently he thought i had come i i was just out and i'd come back he'd gone back to the cottage earlier because he had drank too much and he passed out and then i and then in the morning when i you know i'd gone back in much later i said he said oh what time did you get in last night and i said oh about 4 a.m and he went oh shit i thought you came in at like 1 a.m because I woke up briefly and there was someone just like moving across the room and I thought it was you going to bed and he checked his watch and he said it was 1am but I went to bed at 4am so that's the closest I've, I've, you're I've got. Be, so you're being, that one's going to stand up in court mate. Yeah, you're being, <laughs> a, you were being burgled. Uh, B, yeah. he, was, he was so drunk he passed out yet we're relying on him being able to read his wristwatch. Um, yeah. He's pissed. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's that's what I was. That's what he said. So. Nick, do you believe in ghosts? No, not at all. No, but uh, I am fucking scared of the dark. And if I'm walking down like a forest path in the middle of the night, yes, I do believe in ghosts, and I'm shit scared. But I don't, if you know what I mean. I, yeah, I, I, a hundred percent don't believe in ghosts, but I do believe in ghosts if they're listening. Yeah. So you don't have to come and show me that you're really a ghost. So I always think about you know the end of um, Whistling I'll Come for You, my lad. Oh, classic, love it. Um, when he's um having the like nervous breakdown yeah. after he sees the ghost and he's just panting. Yeah. That's what would happen to me if uh, 
if if I ever saw a ghost, my brain would just go nope, and then that'd be it, and I'd just be cat, you know, catatonic yeah. for yeah, yeah. For the rest I mean, of my life. So, and that's the kind of ghost you want as well. It's you know, you walk along the beach. It's a twilit eve. Um, it's a cold autumnal day, and you see a figure on the dunes. You know, quite a ways ways away, and you're like, who is that fellow? And you can't really make him out. And you keep walking. He gets a bit closer. He doesn't look right. You know, and then, but you know, anyway, you get to the hotel and it just fucks you up for the whole weekend and sends you on a spiral of madness until finally you, you know, encounter it in your bedroom. Yeah. And it just appears as sheets. I walked, I was walking to work once, right? And, uh, and it was, it was, so it was fucking, you know, relatively early in the morning and I crossed the, um, the square just opposite where the office was. It's, uh, it's moved subsequently, but um, and it was the, one of the creepiest kind of life experiences I've ever I've ever had. Um, I I was walking across the square and this person was walking the opposite way, not on the same path as me. So it wasn't like we brushed shoulder to shoulder. But you know when you, you you're just conscious of someone staring at you, and mm. kind of like. Mm, I'm not, you know, I've got my headphones on. I'm on my romp to work, and I've just necked a strong coffee. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not in the business of stopping and making eye contact with people. So I was just romping across the square, and I thought I'm aware of this person looking at me. So I'll look, and then eventually, so I eventually, like looked at them, uh, and it was a uh, a woman who was um, like, who was like remarkably tall, and quite broad of build um and looked fucking bizarre like like if you know in um uh you know in um uh what's it called fucking men in black right when the alien puts on a, a person's skin the, the bloke's skin yeah, egg suit. Yeah, right. So, 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 like the equivalent of that. If that, if the alien had put on a um, a drag queen's skin, that's that's what it looked like, right? And 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 that that person maintained eye contact with me for a, a, a we're both walking at full speed still, but literally like turned to to maintain eye contact, and I was like. That's fucking weird. Like I can't even understand what I'm looking at. And then, like, like head back, laughter, like, like literally just started laughing really loudly. And I was like, okay, that's really fucking weird. And then I carried on like walking to work. Um, and it was only as I got to work that I was thinking about it, and I was like, this is. I don't know where I cut out, but it was it was literally the creepiest experience of my fucking life. And I like carried on walking towards the office, and it was only as I got a few paces away that I thought to myself there was something very fucking inhuman about like that whole experience. And it was at like, and it must have been like eight thirty in the morning. It that's wasn't scariest like, when well, it's daytime and something weird happens. I, say, I think the afternoon can be extremely scary when it's like the shadows are getting a bit longer. And you may be alone in the house or whatever, 
And what was that sound coming from upstairs? There's something about the afternoon that can be kind of quite spooky that you wouldn't normally associate with daytime. But maybe that's just me. Yeah, when I when I think back to the, when I kind of try and remember that experience to remember what that person looked like, I can't quite picture it other than this like kind of like slightly grotesque kind of cartoony uh, image in my head. I'm like, what the fuck? That was so weird. Genuinely, that is a bit weird. Genuinely made me feel a bit like, like, and I'm not. I don't believe in anything supernatural. I'm not like none of that. But that genuinely made me feel a bit funny. Well, I'll probably I mean, probably just somebody having a breakdown. Yeah, probably off their yeah. heads, you know. Yeah, I'll probably, probably now, you know, now that someone who's been up all night, I'll um, I'll probably sleep with the light on now because. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, mate. Okay, you know, flights are fancy. I mean, if 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 uh, if if buildings were haunted, if that was a thing, then your building would definitely be haunted. My building is fucking old, and um, yeah. yeah. Lots of people died in this building. Yeah, yeah. John, you're, you're, you're. I don't know whether your audio's frozen, but your your video has, and it's hilarious. I'm going to take it frozen. A screenshot it, Nick. Screenshot it. <laughs> oh no! You might have just missed. Hold on. Let's get paint <laughs> over. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> right. All right then. Well. Um, good. Uh, listen to what? Else? Listen to us on the podcast you just listened to us on. Um, follow us at Good as Hell Podcast. No, Good as Hell Cast. I think it is at Good as Hell Cast on Twitter. Yeah, I don't know what the password is, so you know there's nothing coming out of it. But you know, we've always have had it. numbers up. Yeah. Um, and email us um, Good as Hell Podcast at gmail dot com. Jane Kemp didn't email us in this week. Disappointing, disappointing, isn't it? And that Jane, Jane Kemp, and I'm very, I'm, I'm very excited to say, has got more important things to worry about right now. And I'm going to that. We'll Is that like code? It. We'll talk about it another time. Um, look, uh, also, like if if like if literally any of the kind of handful of people that we know that listen to this, uh, have Jenny, to if you want to be on the podcast next week, no, that's not, no, that's, no, 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 no. If that's not what I was going to say, like. Like do it like even if you just have us on in the background because it's it's nicer than being alone, right? Write a review. Our reviews are funnier than the, than the, far funnier than anything we've ever done on the podcast. So contribute contribute to that community and give us send us in a fucking topic to talk about. I'm on my ass here. I've got nothing to say. I've had uh, to bring these two on. One of uh, one of my friends, uh, 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 Grace, did did uh, kind of uh, flirt with the idea of asking whether you you know we could talk about your kind of uh, emotional breakdown. But she said if it meant that it might the, put the podcast on ice for another two years, then maybe we should. <laughs> we touched on it. Yeah, yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll continue to touch, shall we? Yeah, we, we. It's like you, what you gotta understand is this podcast is very much in this in the same spirit as as Nick talking about the discovery um, of new dinosaur fossils. This podcast is very much Rick and Nick with the little paintbrushes, yeah, dusting away at my psyche to uncover another nugget of truth about true. me. Yeah. Yeah. 
I we noticed are, that we Rob are archaeologists Sturgeon... of John's mind. Definitely. I noticed that Rob Sturgeon's dodged the podcast again. Yet again, not wanting to um, put He's his uh, put his side of the story on uh, on the on the record. John, that little wanker hasn't worked for about fucking six months. And now he's going to use the I'm working excuse to not come on. Mm. Mother lover. I think he knows that we've got hard facts. We could, we're going to, he thinks he can outsmart us. He's like an Ed Kemper. He Mm. thinks he can outsmart Mm. us. But every sentence that comes out of his mouth is another nail in the coffin of the web of lies that he is threaded out of the bum. John, can you remember what the date was? Yeah, I can, because it was his birthday, 17th of December 2010. Jesus Christ. Let's just leave it there. Let's not, not go into any further detail. Friday the 17th of December 2010. I don't know if it was a Friday. I'm telling you it was a Friday. I'm literally looking at it now. Friday, 17th of December 2010. What were you doing, Rob Sturgeon? Well, we know what he says he was doing. Get him on the air. Make him defend himself. This is serious. This is a hard-hitting podcast. There's a man in prison right now, Rob. That's what I'm going to say. An innocent man in prison. (laughs) I don't know who listens to us like is friends with her (laughs) and and finds our constant joking about the murder um, unconscionable. But it's not a joke, it's true. He definitely killed her. Um, all right, so, yeah, all right, well, um, boys back in town. Um, just going to play that probably again. <laughs> no, you got to mix it up, mate. Come on. Don't call it a comeback. No. It deserves um, All right, so I'll speak to you all soon. All right, I love you. I love you. Bye. 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 Too hot to hit.